All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The first selection of the National Hockey League draft belongs to... The Daily Faceoff podcast comes to you courtesy of the Nation Network. The first overall pick in the 2015 NHL draft. Gretzky had it, lost it, Eisenman picks it up. Face-off. The Daily Face-Off. The Daily Face-Off podcast with your host, Brock Sagan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 42 of the Daily Face-Off podcast. My name is Brock Sagan. I'll be your host today with me live in the man cave, Beebs Monty. How's it going, Beebs? It's going good. It's going good. I was trying to think of someone like cool that we could use as episode 42, but all I can think of is the Tyler Bozak episode, so... I don't Joel Ward's pretty cool. Oh yeah, Joel Ward episode. Joel Ward episode. He uh, he's a good guy. Scored some goals out in San Jose. Played, yeah, came out of Canadian University. Yeah. You gotta respect that. Not too many people do that. So Tyler Bozak's not terrible either, but he's just a Leafs. Oh, we don't want to shed any happiness on the Leafs with no. with D not here. It's our, but Dylan's it's our not here. He's not joining us today. Not really sure why. Yeah, just kind of me neither. Uh, just kind of forgot. Yeah, that's you know, it's all right. Also, so. D's not with us. We were also supposed to have Sam Blazer on the show. Uh, he's a writer for Wings Nation, Buckeyes State Hockey, I think. It's a Blue Jackets or Columbus hockey thing. I'm, I've never really tuned in because I don't like the Blue Jackets. 
or the state of Ohio. And he also writes for NHL Numbers, and he's the host of the Watch the Game podcast. Uh, they had me on their show last week. So we were supposed to have Sam Blazer on the show today with us. The reason that we didn't was purely my fault. Uh, as all of our American listeners probably know, and probably our Canadian listeners too. I don't know, maybe not about Finland and Sweden, all those guys. But yeah, they know. <laughs> it's American Thanksgiving tomorrow. And one of the biggest American Thanksgiving wow. traditions yeah. is Detroit Lions football, which me and Biebs happen to be huge fans of. Yeah. And so since I'm a new homeowner, I decided, well, and I kind of have a day off and only two games in the show, I'm going to have a huge Thanksgiving Day Lions party. I got a nice setup in the man cave here. So I was going to have a huge party, So, it's, but I wanted the man cave to be finished. So I've been running around like an idiot the last couple of days trying to get this thing prepped and ready to go. And... It's just been at the at the expense of having a, a Sam Blazer interview, and it's been painful. I, okay. he, he texted me today. He's like, "Yo, we still on?" Because he only had like a thirty minute window when he could do it today. He's like, "Yo, we still on?" I thought we were gonna be fine, and I was like, "Dude, I'm sorry. Like, I'm still at Home Depot, man. Like, I've been here forever. Hopefully, so, we can get him soon." So Sam Blazer's coming on soon. Um, we also have Sean Tierney coming on next week as well so we got a couple of nice interviews lined up and brock's uh brock's man cave looks pretty sweet i do have to say like i wanted to do, yeah i wanted to totally chirp it but it's pretty phenomenal so it turned out okay like all that all the hard work over the last couple of days i was really, gonna say it's funny what a little bit of lions football and uh chili will make you do like you had like four months to do all of this but you yeah, managed to just pull it together in two days which is kind of impressive in itself yeah like i mean it was like semi together yeah. But then this, like, the last four days, step I went hard. Step. Every day I come back for a podcast, and it's <laughs> Something like... Something more. Yeah, it's like my mustache. It's just <laughs> a little bit more. Mine's not looking good. I had good. to mention it because I still have to defend. There is one on my face, yeah, and it's, it is not I can't bad. see it, depending on the Stop. lighting. <laughs> I have a wedding to go to this weekend, and it's like, do I shave it? No, you and don't. No, I keep it, and I risk all chance of meeting any female, but that's okay. <laughs> I normally I do that with it. just my general, you know, face. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But, so as you guys maybe remember last year, uh, a lot, we have a lot of new listeners since this time last year, but last year was actually our first live episode was last American Thanksgiving, which was a lot of fun. We had a good time with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We still plan on doing some more live episodes. It's just really hard to really get us at a good time when people actually want to listen to this I was not a morning person last year, and we did it at like 10. Yeah. And I was like, I remember barely being able to see my screen, like... uh, but, I mean, we got it done. So, D bailed on probably one of the more fun episodes of the year. Yeah. Uh, going to so, be quick. Yeah, but... we're going we're gonna to have just a little bit of fun like we did last Thanksgiving. Uh, I think we'll just kind of try to make this another new, not nearly as big as Detroit Lions, but a new American Thanksgiving tradition. Yeah. A little bit of a fun podcast for you guys. Um, again, I apologize for no D and no Sam Blazer interview, but let's just move along. Yeah. We're both here. We're ready to go. We showed up. We're here. So a couple weeks ago, we debuted the face-off segment, which I think everybody seemed to like a little bit. I guess, yeah. Today, unfortunately, we don't have a host because D's gone. That's okay. D was supposed to host it, but I'll host my own face-off with Biebs Bondi. And Biebs, I'll, I'll just start with you on every question because I think that would be the natural thing to do if I'm hosting and being a part of it. This yeah, you know, like, no this pressure. Like, you just... Start first. Yeah, this would be like James Duffy, like asking the questions and going over and switching seats <laughs> and being Bob McKenzie I'll, on the I quiz. Wouldn't mind it. <laughs> but uh, so, Beeves, first question of the face-off: The Sharks signed Brent Burns to an eight-year, eighty million dollar contract yesterday. Yeah, or I should say Tuesday. Did the Sharks do the right thing with this signing? 
kind of out of nowhere for one. Like, yeah, like it was kind of like they were talking. Yeah, but, but there was a lot of like it was funny because I think it was actually Sam himself uh, who was supposed to be on the show. He wrote uh, an article about how if like how big of like um, a fish it would be on the free agent market if Brent Burns made it to the free agent oh, market. I, I kind of wanted to just see it happen, dude. Just... But like minutes after he tweeted out like this story. Bob McKenzie or somebody was like, oh, yeah, Sharks and uh, Brent Burns closing on an extension. Like, minutes after he posted, like, he could hit the free agent market, and it just never happened. But anyways, eight years, $60 million, or $64 million, I believe. Yeah. Did they do the right thing with this signing? I think they did. Um, and one thing I want to say is thank you, Brent Burns, uh, for signing early so we didn't have to hear all this crap at trade deadline. Like, where's Brent Burns going? Yeah. Like Stammer last year because he's not going anywhere and he wasn't going to. No, he didn't go anywhere. Um, he clearly loves it there. Um, they love him. And eight years, 64, it's kind of steep. He's 31 years old. It's going to take him till his year 39, 40, 40 years. 40. Yeah. So um, my thing is, though, and I always believe this with the bigger contracts right now, is that um, basically... Once they're that age, the cap's going to be so high that it's going to be a lot more respectable than it is now. And for these next couple of years, Brent Burns is totally worth every dollar they're paying him, I believe. He is that elite. I mean, when you're putting him up there next to Eric Carlson, and I believe Eric Carlson and Brent Burns should be paid whatever the hell Eric Carlson and Brent Burns want. <laughs> Anything they want. They are just that talented. Um, I really like the Burns signing. He's one of those guys, too, where he kind of, I think maybe the positional switch gave him some legs. Uh at an older age, so I think he, he can go until his 39, 40 year, and even if he doesn't, I mean, you get some good years out of him. I think he's definitely worth it. Um, I kind of just really like the signing. I like them getting it done early. Get I think you just really, I think way. you just really like Brent Burns. I do. Um, I like how he came out of nowhere and how he's just a grizzled dude and just <laughs> tore, tears up every single fantasy category. Like I've never owned him once. Maybe that's why I'm just yeah. No, to sit back and watch an envy. Brent Burns. It's it's actually kind of miraculous, but his shots are slightly up from last year, which like nobody, which was like a historic year. Love it. He's also on pace for a ridiculous and also career high thirty goals. Uh, the assists are slightly down from last year, but Brent Burns is such a unique player that I think a, a, a signing like this was certainly necessary. Um, and he's just I don't know. Like a lot of people said, like he's kind of just a different breed of player, a different breed of even just human. Um, and I think it was Bob McKenzie said, like Burns is the type of guy who maybe after six years just walks away. Yeah, just like you know he gets thirty. I mean, I guess I was content be, with what he. That did. wouldn't just be random because like he'd be thirty eight. That's the, that's the one thing that's really interesting about this signing is that the Sharks broke their own rule of thumb. Like they yeah. ne- they never were. That handing shows out how these max, like him, they weren't gonna hand out these max deals, and they, I think the thing was that they realized the only way we keep Brent Burns is by signing him to this deal. Yeah, and uh, all re- like in real life money, like eight million dollar cap it, that's a lot. Yeah, but in real life money, it, it it really dwindles down in his final years. I think it's like five million dollars in his last couple of years. So the the actual money that they're paying him. I mean, still $5 million, but it dwindles down towards the end. So even if he's not the same player then, it'll be a big ha- big cap hit, but at least to the Sharks, they won't have to, to worry about paying him $10 million yeah. that when he's when he's 40. I don't not love, the, I don't love the term, but I mean, I think it was necessary. I guess it, if you want to keep a guy like Brent Burns for his age 32, 33, 34, 35 yeah. seasons, um, it's going to be, it's going to look like 
a little ugly. Maybe at that point, yeah, you gotta make Vegas, will just, to Vegas will just want to bring like a guy like that in. They'll be like established enough, but they want to bring in like a, a, a grizzled vet, and they bring in Brent Burns. Like, but you know what? Our already overpaid grizzled vets it, did so great yeah, that we're yeah. gonna bring in another one. <laughs> That's gonna but uh, second question of face off: What do you think of the Vegas Golden Knights? Did they get it right with the name? I just find it hilarious. It's like we lost the we lost the laws. Like like. Where is whose idea was that? I, I don't mind it. I don't really know. Like I'm kind of neutral about the idea. I yesterday, have you ever seen the movie The Social Network? I have. So yesterday, I thought this tweet was gonna go like huge. I thought it was hilarious. So from the, the movie The Social Network, that moment when Justin Timberlake looks at, I guess Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg yeah. and drop the the, it's cleaner. So then yesterday I tweeted out, made my own meme. That's the first meme I ever made in my life. Drop the loss. Went through that much, yeah. Eh? Drop the loss. It's cleaner. I thought I was gonna. I had two retweets. Like this is bullshit. That was a good tweet. No love. Not even a favorite. No, I think it was two uh. retweets, and two favorite. Like, this is bullshit. No love for that. But yeah, just the Vegas Saints. I kind of like. I kind of like just the Vegas. But I'll, I'll let you touch on it first. I don't know. Um, like I said, I'm pretty neutral about it. I honestly, I like the whole concept though. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna have some pretty sweet jerseys. Um, the the color scheme looks sharp. We always kind of knew that it was going to be that gold and black kind of combo. I guess it's, it's a gold. It's gold or bronzish, whatever it is. Either way, yeah. I like it. Well, they're it. the Golden Knights, so I hope it's Yeah, good. I mean, but you never know. Uh, <laughs> I really do like it, though. Um, I think uh, I, I think they're going to look good. I'm just kind of worried they're going to look a lot like the LA Kings, and they're all black and silver jerseys mm-hmm. there. Um, but other than that, gold's an interesting color though. Like you don't, it. you don't see a lot of gold in the NHL. Yeah. You don't know where it's going to come. We're going to see a ton of concept jerseys from here until oh, yeah. I mean, uh, the end of once they decide these jerseys. But, uh, I don't know. How do you feel? I, I don't know. Like, there's a new team. The coming. golden Knights is kind of a shit name in my opinion. Like, I don't love the golden Knights. I think that there's a lot of things that they could have done i think like especially with a team like vegas like there was so many funny names going yeah. on you could have went with something that was like kind of legit and kind of knew the knights thing was coming though, yeah it seemed i, I don't know almost it's yeah. funny it, it's an okay name i i like the logo it's solid um i think with any expansion team you kind of it's a it's a feeling out process they kind of get yeah. it going and then they change it in two years like but that's I what's like, gonna happen i love the last three teams like yeah. Minnesota, Columbus, and atlanta when they first came in their their like designs that they had were just did crazy. you see the Golden Knights, like, unveiling? Yeah. No. Oh, my. I was dude, actually playing hockey myself. Dude, it was a gong show. Oh, really? So they had this, like, whole video. Not a good start. This whole video process yeah. of how, like, to show the process of how they came over, like, came up with the name over, like, the last three months. The guy's like, roll the video. Looks back. No video. Oh, God. So then some other guy gets the mic. He walks up there. He's like, roll the video. No video. Like, okay, never mind about the video. All right, do you guys want to know the name? And they're like... Three, two, uh, one. And he's like, the Vegas Golden Knights. And he's just standing directly in front of the logo, <laughs> announcing everybody. And then, he, and then like, he's just like, Vegas Golden Knights. And then like this big explosion of confetti goes off. Like the confetti was on, not timed. He's standing in the way. The video didn't work. And then he's just like, Vegas Golden Knights. Woo! Like it was, it was an embarrassment. Uh, but then at the end, they, they got on there. And they're like, we promise we won't screw up as much as we screwed up the video or whatever but say, it was yeah. not a good start last time i saw a debut that bad we were trying this podcast <laughs> though, so. um damn no i kind of wish i would have saw that now oh I, uh, yeah, yeah. I it mean, was brutal I, and then before we, we move on it's actually kind of funny so today darren Ravel, who 
drives me a little nuts, but he's a he's a great follow for the business side of the sports. It was interesting. Some of the minority owners of the Vegas Golden Knights include Rob Gronkowski, Jose Batista, model Carol Alt, who I'm pretty sure is Alexa Yashin's wife or girlfriend of some sort. Alexa Yashin's also a minority owner, Mark Recchi, and NFL cornerback Prince Amukamura, who I thought was a very that's super random. Random but. name to be on that list. But yeah. Investments. I think Smart. I think the funniest is just obviously Rob Gronkowski. His link to Vegas is going to be hilarious. Uh, I feel like we're going to see Rob at a lot of uh, Vegas night games. That team could be like the celebrity team to follow. Yeah, just no, watch. that's a LeBron's thing. LeBron's going to be at the first game. Oh, yeah. He's like, Vegas or nowhere. Vegas <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean. Oh, yeah. LeBron, he just latches on anything he can get his hands on pretty much. Um, and then third final question for the face-off segment, Jack Eichel, he's expected to return in the next couple of weeks, which is huge, obviously, for the Sabres, who currently rank dead last in the NHL in goals four. Uh, Eichel's return, what can fantasy owners kind of expect? I guess what I'm really looking for is maybe just a little bit of a projection uh, from you in terms of points. He had 56 points last year. What do you expect in the remaining games from him this year? All right, so I wanted to start by just warning everyone who has him. He's going to start slow. That's something we have to say because a lot of people are going to panic when he does. Most um, likely. But I am a true Jack Eichel believer, as we all know. I always have been. Yes, um, you are. And I think that Jack Eichel is... How many games does he have left? 62. He has 62 games left to, to if he starts next game. I would give him about 50. Yeah, I guess... Well, he's supposed to miss the next 3 to 5, so yeah. I guess he has anywhere from 58... To 56 games left. I'd give him 45 to 50 range, um, and that's strictly just because of the slow start. I do believe he's he was capable of being an, an almost point-per-game player um, because I believe McDavid's ab- above point-per-game player, and I don't think he's that far behind. I mean, he's far behind because everyone's far behind. Yes. But um, I don't think he'd be that much. But I, I'd say about 45, 50 points in that, in that span. Um, I, I, I kind of like the Sabres' offense this year a little bit more. They've been doing all right without him, and he is just an absolute weapon once he gets Well, they, they're the last place in scoring. I know, but you're adding an uh, Yeah, they're your best offensive talent. player. Yeah. I mean, I I, honest, I just thought they would sink and not be no, yeah. anywhere close to where they are right now overall. They've with, stayed with afloat. Losses, They've stayed yeah. afloat for sure. That's what, it's funny because they're, I don't know, their lineup is good. I like it. Time, they're shopping yeah. Evander Kane, apparently, but yeah. Their, li- their lineup looks solid. Like, it looks like a team that can score. When you look at Ocposo, Kane, O'Reilly, and Eichel, like, that's four solid o- forwards. Yeah. You think that that'd be a team? You, you got Rista Line on the back end. Risto! You think that'd be a good team? I'm agreeing with you there. I think um, not quite a, a point-per-game player yet. I didn't even have him as a point-per-game player uh, this season if he was healthy. But I think he can still, even if he misses five games... Comes back, plays 55, 56 games. I still think he'll hover around the high 40s, low 50 point. So he'll be close to a point per game. I don't think he'll quite get there. But I think I. it's interesting because especially just the way the Sabres, they're going to have to work him in a little bit. And you're right. It's going to have to expect a slow start. Especially with the leg injury. Or leg ankle, yeah, ankle injury. And broken. Yeah. Just I mean, NHL hockey is just a whole other level of speed. It's going to take a bit for him to get there. And once he does, he'll be fine. Um I imagine, you know, the hands in that will follow suit. But Absolutely. it's going to take a bit. So Eichel's going to be back soon. Keep an eye out. I'm sure keeper leaguers are fired oh, up. Yeah. The guys that kept on. I have them like, in two keeper leagues. Oh, yeah. So, I'm just so you're one of them? Oh, I'm just <laughs> salivating. See, I'm on the other, other side of the spectrum. I got McDavid. So I've last year while I was suffering and you were having a good time, 
the, the script kind of flipped this year, and I've been just leading the league in points and. Uh, been, sorry. Zero. My one league, pick, I just like cannot pick up a wrong guy. Like I got Wierenski, um, I got Kudnekny. Like and these are oh, keeper yeah. leagues. It's like it's so funny. Twelve with... teams and twenty-two <laughs> bench spots, so it's huge. And I'm just one of my rookies. one of my keeper leagues. I like guess my most serious keeper league. I have McDavid, and uh, one of my best buddies. Me and him are in the league together. And then like the other, I think there's fourteen people in the league. The other twelve guys, like we're not like super tight with them. So me and him kind of like help each other out. Like we don't like cheat or anything no but like the yeah. one day i was looking Perched at my it, it was it, this was like preseason, and i wanted to pick up connecting because he went undrafted yeah and it just, just like just looking at my roster i was just like i don't have the room for him so i texted him like yo pick up connecting the kid's gonna be unreal and i regret it. i should have just dropped whoever yeah. the hell anybody because yeah. he's he has been really it's solid. always what happens he, you tell someone something it like, was literally okay. right after i kind of mentioned him as a potential like rookie of the year type of player yeah. He's really sick to watch. I like Konechny. I made a lot. that mistake with the ghost last year. Yeah, exactly. Um, but did not make that mistake with Konechny. Actually, thank you, Eichel, for going on the IR. There You're you the go. reason I yeah, got yeah. Konechny. <laughs> now you know. Yeah. Uh, but as we mentioned, we're going to have a little bit of fun with this. We are going to get into some uh, a lot more juicy, fantasy-relevant information in the second half. Uh, but I know I'm sure that there's a lot of our followers are, are NFL fans as well. The NHL and NFL usually go fairly hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, maybe not so much in Canada right now with the great cup going on if anybody really follows that um but tomorrow big game we got three nfl games on the schedule thanksgiving is always one of the funnest days to watch football and then for me and you i'm sure they're like probably 95 percent of our listeners don't give a shit about michigan ohio state so we're not going to talk about it ad nauseum but michigan ohio state it's the game for, uh-huh. for michigan fans it's huge. Like I can't even. I don't even like. I'm it's scared. A good I'm week. Oh, it's gonna be area. awesome. It's gonna be so good. Yeah. Got the Lions on Thursday, Michigan on Saturday. So we're Thanks just gonna do. We're just gonna do a little pick 'em. Yep. The three Thanksgiving Day games, and Michigan Ohio State. We'll start with the two games we don't give that much shit about. Yep. Starting with Thanksgiving, another team that always plays on Thanksgiving is the Dallas Cowboys, who host the Minis- Or sorry, who host the Washington Redskins. Who do you got, Dallas? Or the Redskins. I think I got the uh, the one loss Cowboys on this one. <laughs> it's not too tough. I mean, if the Lions could beat the Redskins, the Cowboys can. Hey, they've been hot. They just put up a ton of points yes. against the Pack, though. Oh yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> um, but uh, Cowboys, absolutely, no Go. questions asked. Ezekiel Elliott is just a monster. Yeah, I'm going with the Redskins what? for for it's the up, with the upset. I got Kirk Cousins and Jameson Crowder in my fantasy I'm football because you did this last year and you got it right. Yeah, no, I'm going with the big upset, and uh, on a on a week where the Michigan Wolverines take on the Ohio State Buckeyes, there is zero percent chance that I'm picking anything to do with Ohio State. Ezekiel Elliott ain't getting the job done. I'll go with the Michigan State guy, Kirk Cousins, Jameson wow. Crowder in an upset. It's almost depleted as bad sec- though. Just depleted? No, dude, I would pick State a hundred thousand times before I ever cheered for Ohio State. I would never cheer. Rose, my girlfriend, she wears Ohio State sweater to bed sometimes. I'm just like, take that no, yeah. thing off. You cannot cuddle her. No, no. Get yeah. out of go to the go to the spare room. No, you're yelling. This take bullshit. that thing off every night. This is Don't bull- lie. She. It's funny. She's like, she got it from like campus crew. It's just like, why did you buy that? Camp you screw? Yeah, that's, like what it, that's what it says. If you, yeah, my mom taught me that. I don't know why. It's the worst. That's hilarious, actually. Anyways, second. Yeah. Game. Well, it's actually the third, but we're not talking about the Lions yet. Indianapolis Colts host the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who you got? Pittsburgh. 
Um, all right, this one was actually tough. I had to think about it earlier because I don't know. Pittsburgh's kind of been really slacking mm-hmm. lately, and by really, I mean like lost the last four or five. Anyways, yeah, they're brutal. Um, and Indy's kind of looked okay, but um, Mr. Lux a little bit out this Sunday, so that or not, or not Sunday, sorry, tomorrow. Um, so that's kind of a big factor. Therefore, Pittsburgh takes it. They're also at home. Pittsburgh home teams are usually a good team to bet on. Yeah, unless the home team is the Browns. <laughs> Oh, unless you're betting losses, I can't wait for them to go 0 16, and then we don't have to sit here alone and be like, "Yeah, the Lions are the first team never." Well, the only team never. It's actually won. they're actually on the road. Pittsburgh's out on the road. Oh, okay. Either way, I got Pittsburgh taking you it. You got um, Pittsburgh. Andrew Luck's not playing, so. Well, whenever Andrew Luck doesn't play, that's a that's a serious issue. Who do they well, got at quarterback? Scott Tolson, ex Packers, I believe. <laughs> Brutal. Not yeah, something you Packers. Want. Uh, or sorry, Steelers. We got Antonio Brown going up against one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. Le'Veon Bell, another Michigan State guy. Whatever. They're going to run and pass all over that brutal Colts defense. I got Steelers as well. So what? We're, we got one each. Yeah. I still think that you're probably two for two right now because I think my upset's bullshit. But I'm not betting on Ezekiel. Just wait till the next pixel. I'm sorry Let's go with the big one here. The Detroit Lions and Minnesota Vikings. Who you got? Okay, so... I'm generally a positive person in life, but yeah. for some reason I decided I was really negative today. <laughs> and uh, like it's probably when D texted you that he wasn't ready. Yeah, couldn't I, do the I, just, I just rattled. <laughs> just ruined your life. There's not many things that I like more than Lions football, but I do think the Lions are going to lose this week. Um, they won a couple weeks ago in Minnesota, which I did not see coming. I also nope. picked Minnesota in that game. Lions are at home this week, but I was at the Lions game last Sunday, and they looked like shit um like they looked really bad on the offense offense. was dog but um i mean that could change and all it takes is them being down in the fourth quarter for them to win so (laughs) yeah it's um, like oh we're down the fourth quarter we win that's the complete opposite mindset any other team had but i take other than the dolphins i though take uh minnesota and i'm so unhappy with it but i do it's gonna be tough yeah i agree i'm also taking minnesota their defense is stout Mm mm-hmm but the Vikings' offensive line is dog shit. Terrible. Even the even the Lions can get some pressure on Sam Bradford, but he just does not turn the ball over enough, and their defense is a lot better than ours. Yeah, so right, I'm yeah. going Vikings too. Vikings I think that the, I feel like the Lions have a chance. They absolutely they're leading the they division. Always do. They have a good shot. They're just realistically they're not, not that, that good. good of a yeah, team. no, yeah, they're not. They're very lucky this year. No, but it's, it's good because who needs luck more than the but Lions? But you know what? But luck. realistically. A quarterback makes a huge difference, and and Sam Bradford is nowhere near as good as Matthew Stafford, and both teams don't have a running game. So it's going to be tight. I still just don't think the Lions pull this one out. They just don't win that often on Thanksgiving. No, never. Except for when the one time I was there. I, I went for the last five years, and I've seen a lot of losses. I was like, yeah. But they beat the Packers the one time on Thanksgiving. Remember that a couple years ago? Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to die. They I was the chirpiest, the I was the chirpiest like human ever that day because I was so happy. But the last one, Pretty before sure. we headed over to the Blue Stones, Michigan-Ohio State, who you got in Ohio State. Again, I was negative. Ohio State. I... I don't know. I, I don't think Michigan is as good as they've been all year. But they've been phenomenal, so I can't really rip them. They've like, And also, I will say I don't know that much about college football. Uh, <laughs> but Ohio State, I don't know. I, I really like JT Barrett. Um, I, I hate that do good. Bitch. And I don't want him to do good. I want Michigan to win, but I, just, I think Ohio State's a better team. There's a reason they were ranked higher all year. 
Um, and Not all year. We were in Ohio for like, a like one week, week and then, <laughs> and then blew it in Iowa. It blew it, yeah. Um, but they're at, they're at home too, and in college, I mean, home field Such is like difference. bigger than anything ever. So yeah, yeah. Um, Michigan. Sorry. I'm still going nice. with the. I'm going with you have blue. To. Go blue. Um, yeah. It's it's gonna be a weird game because as as shitty as Michigan's looks at times, Ohio State's done the same thing. Mm-hmm. So. I think what it comes down to, we saw Michigan State run the ball. We saw Michigan State run the ball really, 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 really well against Ohio State last last week, and Michigan has a pretty good running game of their own. Their quarterback situation, their 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 quarterback situation leaves a little bit to be desired. Yeah, but it's going to just be a defensive slugfest out there. I'm going Michigan sixteen. Ohio State, 14. Oh, it's going to be close. Tight. Yeah. Down to the wire. But I think it's time to listen to some new. Some fresh stuff. Oh, new Bluestone tracks. So enjoy the Bluestones. We'll see you guys back here in a minute. Maybe a little bit more than a minute. But we got injury report, waiver wire pickups, and a couple winner questions. Yep. Making the return. So we'll see you guys back here in probably like 70, 80 seconds. Yeah. See ya. Broken down, so I walk the line. I drop my wounds and I die. I'm out of money, I'm out of time. I fly low like a broken arrow. The time slows and my vision arrows. I'm out of money, I'm out of time. Sing your hearts out, sing it loud. Make me happy, make me proud. Black holes, solid ground. Episode 42 of the Daily Face Off podcast. My name's Mike Bondi. Mike or Beebs Bondi. Yeah, nobody yeah, that knows was so you. weird. I no. forgot that I just do not tell people my first name. They might find me. I'm just kidding. There's like 400 <laughs> Mike Bondies in Windsor alone. So, <laughs> joke's on you. Um, anyways. If you have an easier time searching Beebs. <laughs> you really do. It's ridiculous. But, um, Rock. Give us a nice injury report. Injury reports are never nice. Mike. I know. Mike, Mostly. come on. Oh, God. Sean Couturier will be out. I'm going to really rip this up. Ready? Sean Couturier will be out four to six weeks with a knee injury, believed to be a, an MCL sprain. Uh, Bobby Ryan will be a game-time decision on Thursday. He's missed the last couple mm-hmm. of games. David Pasternak, who everybody's probably very happy to see return, is expected to be back in the lineup on Thursday. He skated with Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand in the morning or in the practice on Wednesday, so it looks like he's back. But sticking with the Bruins, Zdeno Chara will miss at least the next two games. 
uh, with a lower body injury. Jack Eichel, as we mentioned earlier, is expected to miss three to five more games. He said something weird. He was like, I have a game in mind when I'm going to return. But this, like, then just didn't say which game he was playing. Yeah, he's back leaving it open. Yeah, so anyways, he's expected to miss three to five more games. Uh, Gabriel Landeskog did not play on Wednesday, but he could return on Saturday. He was, he remains uh, kind of just day-to-day. Nobody's really sure when he's expected to be back. Uh, Hornquist is day-to-day as well with a concussion. But uh, I can't even remember that kid's name, but they, they called that kid up there. Two goals, scoring his first shot. Oh, someone with a Z in it. Uh, Gwensel. His go. last name is Gwensel. I can't remember his first name, but... Don't need to. Yeah, <laughs> there's only one Gwensel. Yeah. Uh, but it was pretty cool. Like, did you see the, the clip of his family his brother just going, going nuts? nuts. Yeah. That was awesome, yeah. yeah. His brother apparently played like college hockey with two guys that play for the Penguins. One of them was Brian Rust. I can't remember who the other one was. He was a pretty good player of his own right. Uh, and then the last couple injuries here, uh, Thomas Hurdle will miss a couple weeks with a knee injury. He was moved to injured reserve. It They haven't really released like a firm timetable. They, it... it, it Nobody really knows if it's super serious or not. Uh, but a couple weeks for Thomas Hurdle. And then Mika Zabanajad will miss six to eight weeks with a broken fibula. Yeah. Tough loss to the Rangers big time. But who cares? It's the Rangers. So. That's a good hockey team. Very good hockey They're team. like 19 goals up on the next. Dude, they have, they're averaging like 4.19 goals per game. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. They scoring have, a lot. They and they have 82 goals, and I think the next is 69. They're hanging it. Yeah, it's not fair. And Andy Randall's like one of the best backups in the league. They're a good team. Their blue line's dog shit, but they can score, I man. Say dog shit, but. Ryan McDonald's like the only good defenseman. It's all right. Gets the job done. He, he <laughs> plays 40 minutes. You don't need him. No, he doesn't. Play but out 40 minutes. It's waiver wire time. Yeah. Who you got? Someone I'm just going to mention, just because there's certain guys I look at that just piss me off their percentage, and this is one of them. <laughs> Alex Wenberg, we mention him all the time. We just keep but talking Guys, about, please pick gonna, this guy up. We're going to talk about him until he gets picked up. Yeah, he has 17 points. That's what I told Brock. Brock actually said, he's like, he's like don't we talk, talk about, about him every week. We already talked about him. I'm like, no, I'm talking about him until he gets picked up because <laughs> I'm pissed off. Until that percentage goes up. He has 17 points in 17 games. This guy's 22 years old. 10 of those are on the power play. Ugh. This guy That's is good. a stud and a f***ing half is what Beeps has written because, on, his, uh, on his sheet. I've been watching Columbus games lately. I don't know why, but they have been very interesting Because they're excited. They're yeah, second absolutely. in the NHL in scoring. Yeah, and I really like it. Um, and with that, I, one, one person who's always stood out this season is Wenberg. And I do Such think, a good playmaker. I, I think he's an absolute uh, – that's a I, real talent. That's not a small sample size. I think he's going to continue. I wrote it literally at the start of the year. That Wenberg might be the most underrated player in the NHL. Yeah, because no one respects a Columbus fantasy player. And the other guy I read about, Yudis Donskoy. How do you pronounce his name? The, I said he was probably the most, the best player that you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, he's taken a bit more, but we're <laughs> yeah, getting there. Yeah, yeah. But Wenberg, absolute beauty. And it goes without saying, I mean, we've mentioned him in multiple podcasts. Talk about a guy that we haven't mentioned in multiple podcasts. All right. Um, UC Jokinen, also 46% owned as well as Wenberg. And one thing that I, I want to say about Jokinen, he's been slow this year. He's had 10 games, only four points across those. But made a huge jump today onto the first line with yeah, Barkov last couple, and Yager. Last couple games he's been playing there. They so, moved yeah. so down, yeah. Yeah, so definitely uh, definitely worth a peek um, if you're looking for a little bit of um, momentary help because, of course... Um, my boy Huberto is coming back eventually. Months. I mean, still a bit, but I mean, this is a good guy for now. Other guy that definitely needs a mention and uh, throwing out some wily vets here, but uh, yeah, Patrick Eves is who I'm going to go with. 
Um, this is one of those guys where I picked up last week as a spot start. And Done deal. Before uh, on game one of his current six game scoring streak, which he has eight eight points in and five goals, I believe. Um, Patrick Hughes is playing with uh, T- Tyler Sagan. Oh no, he's been dropped back. Sorry, he's with Spezza and Sharp. Pretty solid line. Definitely someone to keep. That's an what eye I was gonna on. say. Like I was tweeting out their lines because everybody was like, "Okay, blah blah, blah put Segan and Ben back together." So then I finally did, it, and then I tweeted out like, "Oh, you guys are be pumped up with these lines." And then like a lot of people were like, "Yeah!" And then there was a lot of people like, "Why the f- would they take Eves off yeah, of that top Eves line? His, his best scoring streak of his life." But then realistically, you put him with a guy like Sharp and Spezza, not that big. Still of a, a pretty deal. solid line. Yeah, still fantasy worthy um, owning. Oh yeah, sure. like. Yeah. Especially while he's hot. And that's what we say. Like, even if you pick you up guys, guys while they're streets, hot, yep. like, you pick a guy up, he goes hot for a couple weeks, wins you a couple weeks, helps you win a couple weeks. It's Tra- worth it. Trade and, then, him high. And, then, and, then he cool, and then he cools down to them, whatever. You, you drop him and then you pick up another guy. There's always going to be, in most leagues, you're going to have a couple spots where you can just rotate guys in and out. Yep. Uh, I only have one guy to talk about since you had three. I went with one, trying to keep it short here. Like it. it was a guy that we talked about last week. Um, but the reason I'm bringing it up again is because me and D talked about it a ton about how. Yeah, that was a good, good like, you know. We talked. Give about you that one big time. Like. Yeah. So we talked about how the Flames' top line was gonna become Kachuk, Backlund for league. It literally took less than a week before that happened. Um, so Matthew Kachuk, he's only owned in 12% of leagues, which means like he's not even owned in all keeper leagues, which is absurd to me. He's playing huge minutes, obviously now on the Flames' new top line um, with Backlund and Frohley, who the three of them have literally been one of the best five-on-five lines in the NHL this season. They're absolutely dominant. Kachuk has two goals, one assist in his last five games, and we saw this kid's numbers in junior. Prolific junior numbers yeah and you just watch him play like i saw him take off the red wings today this kid doesn't give a he's shit tough, eh? dude he'll just he'll f- with anybody he wants to yeah he just he doesn't care it's like his dad yeah he is exactly like his dad yeah. he does not care not like it. he'll he'll get in your face he'll go to the front of the net this kid is only a matter of time before he starts scoring he's getting more and more comfortable every game and this is a kid we're, t- we're talking about how comfortable he already looks and he's just only going to get yeah. more comfortable and that's off pretty and limited playing, minutes before. and he's playing with a really good line the two of those guys both very solid in their own we talked about this last year i don't want our last week i don't want to talk about it all over again but nice to touch but backlit and for leak very good defensively yep so it, it makes it a little bit easier for kachuk to play with two guys like this and they're not slouches in the offensive zone either kachuk's numbers are gonna just continue to rise and at 12 percent owned i'm not saying he needs to be owned in 10 team leagues but if you're in those deeper leagues and you're you need help on the wing, this guy needs to be picked yeah. up immediately. You're in a keeper. Twelve percent owned. Like, yeah, better be gone. Oh my if he's God. not, then huh. just start slapping everyone in your league. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, definitely pick up Matthew Kachuk. But your turn, bro. I've waited for this like two, three weeks. Actually, so I don't know if you listened to the whole episode last week. So Give we had a really, really, really nice because um, we've been asking for for updates on what we're doing right, yes, what we're yes. doing wrong, blah blah blah. blah. Asking for just a little bit of feedback. And we got a really nice one last week. Talking about how we're just three bros who talk hockey. And that's why our podcast is awesome. Because we just, we're just talking hockey. Yeah. We're, we're, we know what we're talking about. We let you guys I, know. 
And that, so he wrote that, but then he also, and he went on to go and say some constructive criticism. He went on to say that, you know, talking about what his favorite segments and stuff were. And then he said, the only thing that I would change is the bird noises during Twitter questions. (laughs) So I refrain. I I will refrain. Shut down. Yeah. So I can't, I can't make the bird noises. uh, Thank you. Whoever tweeted that. We need that. I, I, I can't remember his name, but uh, like people are just driving. I was just like, (laughs) What's happening? I'm gonna do it, but all right. I'm not no, I, w- I didn't. That wasn't a full one, but that was just. No, that's like, true. You held yeah. back, but oh, I could really get her. Catch us on Twitter at DFO Podcast, or you can find me or Brock. Brock is at Brock underscore Sagan, or at Beebs Bondi, or uh, at Three D Birth. If you want to give him a give him a little check out over there, don't. You should unfollow him for just missing this episode. <laughs> this is bushly bullshit. Anyways, um, our first question we had to toss in because it was uh, super festive, but this is from at B. Pinserni, and he asks, um, where do you rate Thanksgiving among the holidays? Ooh, it's toughie. I have it currently third. Behind what? Christmas and my birthday. Oh, does, does birthday count as a holiday? I don't <laughs> think so. birthday it's like counts a, as a holiday. Okay. It's a personal holiday? Personal holiday, yeah. Well, okay, even Easter, <laughs> though, because really Easter's the same thing, but like... You also get candy. I don't get Thanksgiving candy. I want Thanksgiving candy. Yeah. No, for me, it's Thanksgiving is number two. Like you do Easter's. It's the same. Easter's, Easter's it's the good. Same. Easter's good. Same stuff. It's good. I'm not but I, do you really you go that all out? Like you do? Like your Easter dinner is the exact same as your Christmas and your Thanksgiving dinner? Awfully close. Awfully and close. literally, all that matters is there's gravy. And if there's yeah. a gravy boat, I don't. It could be just a. Dog shit and yeah. gravy. <laughs> Seriously, we do not care. That would. Next question comes from at. I'm going two. You're going three. I'm down. It's great. I love Thanksgiving. I think the best part. So gravy. And this is so what much. I. This is what I wanted to add. Before we so move much. on, I'm sorry. I want to talk about this for a second. The reason I think I love Thanksgiving so much is that there's two of them for us. Just because where we're yeah, located we geographically, football Thanksgiving's of, awesome. Yeah, Can't like a Thursday. Work. It's yeah. especially nice for me because. Yeah, some of us have the to go N- to work. And the NHL is just it. like, oh yeah, we're not competing with American Thanksgiving football. Oh, so here, here's that. like one game. I think there's two tomorrow, but whatever. So Thanksgiving's cool because you like you do. I think there's a day game tomorrow in the NHL. No, two seven thirty p.m. Yes, okay, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's totally off. But anyways, so yeah, like we do our own Thanksgiving in, in October, and then November rolls around. It's like Lions, let's go. And then we can just cross the border and go shopping Black yeah, Friday. Exactly. Yeah, if that's what you're into. Yeah. I'm not into crazy it, herds of people. Normally I go to the Lions game on Thanksgiving, get completely shit faced, and then Friday I just Class sleep all day. Yeah. But then kinda just type like with my eyes closed and update some bullshit. I watch your job. Next question <laughs> comes from at PW Justin. Thank you, PW Justin, for sending it in. I think PW Justin's probably leading the leading the league in in DFO podcast no, Twitter Suze. questions. I like it. Um, <laughs> no, Suze, no, Suze leads the league in DFO Twitter, Twitter bullshit yeah. and chirping. Anyways, that guy hates me for no reason. He loves me and I love him. Um, <laughs> yes, sir, idiots. Question at DFO podcast. <laughs> idiots. Keep four league. So keep four. Um, they count goals, assists, points, power play points, shots, and blocks. He wants to know who to keep and who to package in a deal. So the six names are Jack Eichel, Jonathan Duran, Nathan McKinnon, Patrick Laine, Nikolai Ehlers, and Roman Yossi. For me, okay, so he, like the way he w- words the question, who to package in a deal. Now, 
Keep four. I think all these guys. I think all these guys deserve spot on your team this year. If it's going to help you win this, yeah, go for that W. Yeah, don't win the league this year. Don't package guys just because you're not going to keep them. Go for the win. That's the one thing. Like I believe in. I love keeper leagues, but. I never, unless you're out of it, I never mortgage the future for winning this year. I want to win every year. I'll take veterans. That's why you play leagues. leagues. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I don't care about winning in 2019. I want to win in 2016, and then I want to build a championship team in 2017, and then I want to do it again in 2018. I'm not mortgaging the future. I'm gonna win every year. But anyways, very Red Wing ish. Whatever opinion. I'm keeping Jack Eichel, Nathan McKinnon, Patrick Laine, Roman Yossi. Ehlers and Drouin, they're both great. If you could keep six, done deal. But you can't. Michael McKinnon, Line A, Yossi, those are four really nice keepers. And if those, are the, if you want to package Drouin and Ehlers, go nuts. But I would. I mean, they're both very serviceable. If you can package them for other really solid talent, then do it. Yeah, you agree? I agree. I couldn't agree more. That's exactly what I was thinking when I came in. But it's been could. good. It's been it's been shortish. I gotta go rest up for all the. Yeah, you gotta work tomorrow. Yeah, I, can't, I can't wait to work tomorrow. And then the chili that you're gonna feed me and oh. probably destroy me with. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, so good. Mm. Yeah, we're gonna have a good party tomorrow. Good thing we didn't do the podcast tomorrow because wow. I would be farting. I would be dead. Yeah, and nobody comes to the podcast to listen to either of us fart or be dead or be dead. Love you guys. Have a good Thanksgiving. Enjoy Keep the blue stones. Hope you guys. D- you know, hope you guys love the new tracks. Obviously, they're unreal. Best um, and most of all, actually not most of all, but second of all, if you really, really like us, go leave a review. If you really, really, really like us, head over to Patreon.com, become a patron. We got some special perks coming your way in the month of December if you're a patron. So keep your eyes open for that. Become a patron. You won't regret it. I'm Brock Stegan. With me as always, well, not always, most, mostly always, Beams Bondi. And not here this week, Dylan D. Murthy. Thanks for coming out. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. For Dylan D. Murthy. Peace! It's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 